What's going on, everybody? We're back here for another episode of Triggered today. This is Triggered episode number 45, and I'm here with special co-host, Katie Pavlish. I am filling in for the incredible Matt Vespa today, who is not available to do the show, but I am honored (laughs) to be asked to go from a guest to a co-host. You're way better anyway. Hopefully I'll get you guys fired. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, so big news of the day, obviously, is government is still shut down. Day number 27 Coming up on a month here. Yep. Longest in history. Yeah, I don't know how it can be considered the longest in history because it's only partial. True. It is only it's partial. Not the 75% whole... of the government is functioning and right. funded, right. which is a lot. So. Yeah. And I mean, it is some of the most important things that are not funded. Correct. But yeah. So Steady Hoyer was on Fox last night doing an interview with Brett Bayer, and Brett was like, well, if walls are moral, which he then said they're not, complete, you know, yeah. disavowal of Nancy Pelosi. And he said, well, why wouldn't you tear down the existing barriers? Yeah, he like talked himself into a circle. Mm-hmm. So first he tried to stay on talking point with House Speaker Pelosi by saying that they, we don't need them and they don't necessarily protect people. Right. Then Brett Baer said, okay, well, if they don't protect people, then do you want to tear all the ones down that we do have? Because what's the point of having them? And then he said, oh, no, but those ones work. So <laughs> then he admitted that they actually do work. And then he asked the question about immorality, because that's what Nancy Pelosi's talking point. We can't have a wall. Walls yeah, are immoral. Yeah. And Steny Hoyer admitted that, no, actually, and he made a very distinct separation. He mm-hmm. said, well, walls that imprison people are immoral, but walls that protect people are not. And yeah. <laughs> this is a wall that the president wants to build on the southern border to protect Americans. So mm-hmm. he made his point, but at the same time, getting off message with Pelosi. She's having yeah. a rough day. Oh, yeah. And and then Pelosi was like, Trump supporters just want to build a wall between them and reality. And I'm like... I was like, what does that even yeah. mean? Yeah, what does that like, mean? Like, the reality is it's an international border. And yeah. international borders have walls and barriers mm-hmm. all around the world. Yeah, this isn't just some, like manufactured crisis as the talking point. No, it's not they... a manufactured border either. Right. It's the right. border between two massive countries. Yep. Crazy yep. lady. And they they push the narrative that the only thing that Republicans care about is the wall. Yeah. When they previously had voted for border fencing and walls and all this kind of border security. And yep. then now that Trump's in there, complete 180. Well, you asked me to bring some statistics. Yeah, so yeah. I wrote a piece last week at townhall.com and I talk about this letter that the White House sent from the Office of Budget and Management to the Senate a couple of weeks ago, right when the new Congress started, mm-hmm. talking about all of the things that are on the table in addition to the wall. Now, they keep arguing that President Trump's only solution to the border security problem is the wall. That's not what they're arguing at all. And in this letter, they talk about a number of things that Democrats have asked for. For right. example, $4.5 billion, with a B, new funding for 52,000 ICE detention beds. Yep. Now, why do you need 52,000 new ICE detention beds at the same cost as the wall, essentially? Mm-hmm. Because the problem keeps coming and they won't cut off the problem. Right. They're asking for that. They're asking for hundreds of millions of dollars in new medical care and humanitarian aid. Democrats are denying all of those things because they're attached to a border barrier as well. Right. So when they say that the president is only offering to build a wall, that is absolutely not true. It's literally in black and white, was sent from the White House to the Senate, which can, of course, should be considered not only by them, but by the House as well. Right, right. And I mean, that's part of the problem is Nancy Pelosi says zero dollars. Trump says 5.7 billion. Yep. And 
there seems no willingness to compromise. So I don't know when they shut down. Yeah, going they on, asked honestly. for $571 million in additional funding for new immigration and customs enforcement agents, mm -hmm. uh, Border Patrol, and for new immigration judges to deal with the backlog and asylum claims, which if, right. these, if Democrats really care about these people who are allegedly claiming asylum, which most of them are claiming asylum bogusly, yes. then yep. you'd think that they would be voting for something like Isn't that. Isn't it like 75% of the claims get denied or so maybe it's even more? One, it's nine of 10 yep. in the initial hearing get thrown out. And mm -hmm. then I believe it's three out of 10 after that get actually get through. Right. And they so, need more judges because there's a backlog of 800,000. 800, it's nuts. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, in 2000, new inadmissible migrants arrive at the border every single day. Yep. There's, you know, 266,000 illegal aliens with criminal records arrested by ICE within the last and those are the only ones arrested think yeah. about all the ones that got in and didn't get arrested yeah and the ones like, that keep entering over and over again even after they were deported initially like kate steinley's killer right it's it's just unbelievable and a hundred thousand assaults nearly thirty thousand sex crimes and four thousand violent killings of of americans right i mean i just don't understand this like denial of these facts yeah like whose side do you want mm -hmm. and they always try to lump it in with migrants versus they never want to say illegal alien and yesterday i had a debate with former uh, a guy who used to work for uh, harry reed he was his communications director right and he's totally fine with allowing illegal aliens to be counted in the census and he doesn't think that they should have to determine like their citizenship oh yeah the citizenship the, the question thing. because you know why the census determines how many congressional right. seats people get Mm -hmm. and guess where these people go they go mm -hmm. to blue districts and blue states so they get more representation in the house oh yeah more they, power in the electoral college if they got excluded california would lose right multiple that's exactly seats. what this is about yeah. so it's, it definitely has a political cause and americans are giving up their lives as a result of it and it's like they just don't care yeah th so 300 americans die every week from heroin overdoses yeah 90% of which comes through the southern border. Yeah. And then they say, oh, well, they'll build tunnels and blah, blah, blah. Okay, maybe, but at least you're preventing the easy option. Right. It's a deterrent. Like, it, yeah. it costs more money. It's more time consuming. It's more dangerous. Yep. Um, you know, this idea that we, because they might try to break the law and go around the border in other ways that we just shouldn't have a border mm -hmm. is absolutely absurd. Um, one thing that's been driving me crazy over the course of this debate, and it always does when we have these debates, is the left claims to be all about humanitarian aid mm -hmm. and being for human rights, and yet they ignore the fact that open borders are inhumane borders, and they enable some of the worst criminality against women and children that you that really exists in North America and the world. One in three migrant women are sexually assaulted during their journey, which is and that's crazy. that's that's just documented. Yeah, I mean. Think yep. about the stuff that's not documented. I was at a briefing two weeks ago with DHS Secretary Kirsten Nielsen, and she was talking about how they will recycle children. Mm -hmm. So they'll take children from Honduras and pair them up with like strange men who are not their, right, right, who are yeah. not their dads yep. and claim that they're their dads. And they'll use them to claim asylum as a family unit. And mm -hmm. then they'll send the kid back and use them again for another person. Oh, my God. They're ignoring all of that. And for what reason? Because you don't like President Trump and the wall? They're right, going to ignore right. all these human rights abuses? Well, then they then they equally say, well, we're not for open borders. Well, <laughs> it's like, it sure as hell like looks like it. Yeah, it looks like it. How, how can you say you're not for border security and then say, well, we're not for open borders? Right. It's one and the same thing. Well, and you ask them, um, you know, okay, so if you're for border security, what do you propose? 
And then they'll say stuff like Senator Warner when he says, well, we just need to listen to the border experts. Right. When Border Patrol agents on the ground, mm -hmm. ICE agents, I'd say they're, they're experts because they're there. Oh, yeah. They're saying we need barriers because yep. they're working in places like Yuma and San Diego, and yet you're not giving them to us. So oh, yeah, which they, experts are they talking about? Right, exactly. It's Washington, really D.C. think it's tank the, types? Exactly. Who, it's the political pundits here in right. D.C. who have no idea what's going on at the border. And you grew up near the border in Arizona, yeah. so you actually know what's going on down there. Well, that's that's true, but it also is true that the unsecure border affects every state in this country. Right. You oh, brought yeah. up the drug numbers. I mean, it obviously affects border communities uh, in a different way than it affects the rest of the country. Right. But illegal immigration affects everyone. I mean, in Virginia, pretty far away yeah. from the border, pretty far away from El Salvador, we have some of the worst MS-13 gang yeah, violence I was just in, about the, to say, in the country. They were right? bust here by the Obama administration, right. During dumped the off in northern Virginia. Crisis. And we have a problem here, especially in Fairfax County. And Ed Gillespie got totally ripped apart when he mm -hmm. brought that up in the gubernatorial campaign. Yep. But he was right. Yep. He was right. And Fairfax County police admitted. That's why on the last ballot here, we had to have a referendum for increased public safety. Right. They had to spend additional $2 billion on new police officers, equipment, and all that stuff. Yeah. It, it so. affects everybody in a, in, a, in a certain way, whether it's economically, whether it's through violent crime, as we've seen, whether it's through a lack of resources uh, at the state level. You know, the federal government allows for all these people to come in, yep. and the states are the ones that pay for it. Through mm -hmm. the emergency rooms, through the the education systems. I mean, illegal infrastructure. immigration, infrastructure, every single thing. So, you know, it's a complicated issue that has been simplified by the pettiness of the Democrats who refuse to even address the problem. Well, they have the entire political media complex on their side on this issue, too. So it's like... Yeah, and as we've been here before, like they... There's video of Dick Durbin and Barack Obama on the, the Senate floor mm -hmm. in and 2006 Chuck and Chuck Schumer yeah. complaining... That the 2006 Fence Act wasn't enough funding for fencing. Yeah. Which is like... <laughs> no, it wasn't enough. And yeah. now it's like, oh, fences are immoral. Yep. Walls are immoral. So, and there's anyway. also now a new migrant caravan oh. coming from Honduras. There's no crisis storm. Yeah, totally no, fine. no. Is it now a crisis? Like, And, and that's an interesting thing is will the car new caravan be enough for Trump to declare the national emergency? Yeah, I think it depends on how violent it is and mm -hmm. how big it is. Um, but again, it just proves the point. And people can visually see, like, if you look at the polling, the majority of Americans say, look, clearly there's a problem and a crisis that needs mm -hmm. to be addressed. Um, when it comes to, like, the way that you phrase the question on, like, a wall or a fence, people have aren't like it has necessarily, uh, yeah, has a big difference in how people respond. It's not necessarily everyone's so pro, but they all acknowledge that there is some kind of crisis. So this right. talking point from Democrats, there's nothing going on yeah. when we can see what's going on with our own eyes mm -hmm. and hear what's going on uh, is not working well for them. And Fox says the caravan has grown to about 2,000 so far. And they always pick up more people. Right, so right. We'll see and how just yesterday, so they're trying to cross the border from Honduras into Guatemala. Mm -hmm. And at the Guatemalan border yesterday, they arrested someone that had a Honduran warrant for arrest for raping a child. Oh, great. Yes. So Send your best people to America. Thank you yeah, so much. Yep. And it's not just South Americans that are coming through. They've found people from India. Bangladesh. From Bangladesh, right. yeah. And they've also now started to find in Texas on properties, prayer rugs. Right. Well, that's like a normal thing that they found. They've That's been happening for right. a long, long time in Arizona as well. Um, and the point is that 
lots of different kinds of people right. other than Mexicans, other than Central Americans come here. And the bottom line is, it doesn't matter who you are. If you're not an American citizen, we have the right as Americans to know who you are and why you're here. Right. And to have an influx of thousands of people, many of which have criminal backgrounds and many of which maybe we don't know if they have criminal backgrounds, but right. we, they could. We have a right as American citizens to know who they are, where they come from, what their intentions are to come to the country. Well, and they always try to debunk the the terrorist claim that mm -hmm. Trump makes. And remember they said like just six terrorists were caught at the yeah, southern Yeah, like there border. was just six of them. Yeah. It's like how many people were there on the planes of 9-11? Right, mm -hmm. right. How many people killed how many, how many in people San does Bernardino? It take, yeah, how many people does it take to, to carry out a terrorist attack? Mm -hmm. It's called The Boston one. bombing. Right. Two. Two. Like it's, it's just crazy. Yeah. So now today, well, starting yesterday, Pelosi told Trump, hey, maybe the State of the Union's not such a great idea. We should delay it. Yeah. And her reasoning was that one furloughed DHS employee told her, well, maybe we're not prepared for it. She didn't check with DHS. She didn't check with Kristen Nielsen. She just came out and said it, right? right. She used them as a political ploy. Yes. So yeah. DHS denied that, said them and the Secret Service are totally ready for the State of the Union as normal. And I find it funny because she's concerned about her and Congress's security. Yeah. <laughs> but she's not concerned about regular Americans. You know, they can go screw themselves with open borders. Right. Essentially. Well, she came out and used the Secret Service as a political like prop, basically, and accused them of not being capable of doing their jobs. Right. And they came out and said, no, 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 no. Like, we are totally capable of pulling this event off. We've been preparing for this for far longer mm -hmm. than the government shutdown has been going on. Like, please do not insinuate that Secret Service agents are not capable of carrying out their oath and right. their duty to protect not only the president, but members of Congress for the State of the Union. And then last night she told reporters that, well, she doesn't really care if they're ready. So yeah. clearly this was just a way for her to try and get at the president and get yeah. under his skin. But, but the president was very disciplined in his response. Mm -hmm. Usually he just gets on Twitter and says something back. Yeah. But today he responded and 30 minutes before Nancy Pelosi and a delegation of congressional members were scheduled to go on an overseas trip, he canceled their military escort <laughs> and he wrote her this awesome letter and he's talking oh, all so about how... <laughs> You know, I'm sorry to inform you that your trip to Brussels, Egypt, and Afghanistan has been postponed. We will reschedule this seven-day excursion when the shutdown is <laughs> over. In light of the 800,000 great American workers not receiving pay, I'm sure you would agree that postponing this public relations event is totally appropriate. And then he says, I feel like it'd be better if you were in Washington negotiating with me. But if you'd like to still go, you're free to take commercial. Yeah. <laughs> and anybody who knows Nancy Pelosi, like, Nancy Pelosi doesn't take commercial. Yeah. She's a private jet kind of She's gal. super rich. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. It's so good. It's so good. And he fired back at her. And then this past weekend, you have the Dems who were in Puerto Rico. Yeah, it's like, what are you guys doing? Partying with lobbyists. Yeah. And can you imagine if Republicans were doing oh, this during the shutdown? Oh, it would be like wall-to-wall -wall coverage. Yeah, it would be a total freakout. They'd be showing like people who you know, are government workers standing in line at the food bank, quite literally, that's happening now, yeah. which is bad. But they would be showing that and then saying it was Republicans' fault as they were right. partying with lobbyists on the beach. Yep, yep. No, it's just They don't get crazy. the same treatment. So oh, of course, we'll see what yeah. Nancy Pelosi does in response. Uh, there's, as of this recording, there's an Air Force bus sitting outside one of the House office buildings on Capitol Hill. There are congressional members on the bus ready to go to the <laughs> airport. They were supposed to leave at 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern time, and they released this letter at 2.20 p.m. Eastern. So they're yep. all packed and ready to go. And yep. uh, they were supposed to go to, to do. <laughs> uh, Brussels, Egypt, and Afghanistan, right? Yep. 
Mm-hmm. Yep, not going now. Yeah, so, so there you go. Pretty funny. Then, That's where we are. So for the last topic of the day here, the entire double standard on, you know, obviously what Steve King mm-hmm. said is reprehensible, right? right? So you have full media meltdown there. Mm-hmm. But the stuff that's coming out of the left is just as reprehensible, and no one's really talking about it. I would say it's worse. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It doesn't so, justify anything that Steve King has said, right, but it right. does. It, there is like a worse factor here. Oh, definitely. Because Louis Farrakhan has called for people to be killed. Right. He, I he mean, believes in genocide of Jews. I mean, you Steve have a, never said anything you have that bad. Two of these Congress members who are essentially calling for wiping out Israel. Mm-hmm. You know, that, I mean, that's really at the end of the day what they're saying here. You have Ilhan Omar from Minnesota, and she says. A tweet from 2012, but she has echoed sentiments recently on this, saying, Israel has hypnotized the world. May Allah awaken the people and help them see the evil doings of Israel. Yeah, and so she said this during 2012, and then she also, I think it may have been 2014. It was around that time period. Anyway, long story short, during that time, Hamas and Gaza, which Israel gave to uh, the Palestinians yep. said, "We will." They Very took, generous. They made a lot of Jews. They went, they literally went in and took Jews out of their homes and gave them over mm-hmm. to the Palestinians and said, "Okay, you want this type of sovereignty? Here you go." They left them greenhouses. They left them everything they needed to do to be self sufficient. They immediately burned the greenhouses. And at this time, when she sent this tweet, they were launching rockets into Israel at Israeli civilians. Right. So Israel responded by bombing targets in Gaza, and she responded to their self-defense by saying this. And that's how it always is, because Mm -hmm. they want Israel to be wiped off the map. She's been very clear about how she feels about Jews. They don't want Israel to exist, which means 8.7 million people who live there, including Mm -hmm. Israeli-Palestinians, by the way, and Israeli-Arabs, shouldn't exist there. Um, And they can't defend themselves, because then it's just you know, a war crime. Right, exactly. So, you know, it's very clear where she stands. Um, she said during an interview on CNN that she's not clear why people are offended about what she said. Um, if you have any brain cells in your head, you understand why it was uh, offensive, mm-hmm. but even more offensive than her old comments about Israel. What did she say yeah. about Lindsey Graham today? So this morning, and, and for the actually the past few days, she's been inferring that Lindsey Graham is in Trump's pocket because he has information on Graham to blackmail him that he is homosexual. Okay. First of all, <laughs> her talking about this as someone who, who believes in Sharia law, mm-hmm. the way Sharia law treats homosexuality is mm-hmm. through death. So it's actually very creepy for her to be on oh, this yeah. witch hunt. They throw against, them off roofs yeah, in the Middle East. This, very, this witch That's hunt against Lindsey Graham, it's pretty scary that she's uh, insinuating that. And it's also complete BS. Yeah. Like she yep. is on this interview and CNN anchors are like, so what's your evidence for this? Do you have any mm-hmm. evidence to back up what you're saying? And she said, oh, just by his behavior. Right. And she won't, there's no evidence. No, of course not. And of then she goes not. on this long rant about what he's been doing. Makes no sense how he's made a 180 turn and then a 360 turn, which makes no sense. Yeah, yeah going in circles. Because if you make a 360 <laughs> turn, then you just get back to where you were from in the first place. <laughs> yeah. um, I heard that But it's disgusting. Like, like, no evidence making this awful insinuation. And by the way, I thought the left was the side of tolerance for LBGTQ. Right. I thought the left was the side of people's privacy and personal lives. And now all of a sudden they're, she's trying to make this a some some kind of like weaponized conspiracy theory against a man who has never said anything about his sexuality. Like right. it's none of your business. Right. Exactly. And they they also support the BDS movement. Right. Which is like Totally absurd. And they tried to pass that 
anti-BDS bill through. Did they actually get it through? I forget. Uh, well, it. Chuck Schumer, who yes. claims to yep. be like the champion for Israel, yes. the champion yep. for whatever, stopped it because yeah. of the shutdown. Yep. So no, I didn't make it through yet because of Chuck Schumer. Yeah. So self-proclaimed. I hope APAC is paying attention. Yeah, we'll see. I hope so. And I mean, it's also interesting because the Jewish electorate has long been a stronghold for Democrats. Mm -hmm. But with this kind of behavior, I just don't understand how they can't see like what's going on here. Yeah, it's really <laughs> Judaism is interesting in the sense of like Orthodox Jews tend to be very conservative politically. Right, right. And like reform and conservative Jews tend to be far left mm -hmm. and like social justice warrior types. But as we've seen over the past year with the Women's March and all this mm -hmm. exposure of the anti-Semitism, you are kind of seeing a shift in maybe not them coming to the right or becoming Republicans, but certainly looking at the social justice movements that they've been a part of and going, mm -hmm. you know, I don't really feel like calling for my destruction as a human being is really appropriate. Uh, yeah. And at least reassessing kind of the organizations that they're choosing to associate themselves with. Well, yeah. And the Women's March is actually this weekend. Yeah. And if you're white, you're not welcome. Right. That's part of their Might deal. Well not even There's too many bother. white people. And then also, you know, they have a huge anti-Semitism problem, yeah. which is becoming a trend on the left. Mm -hmm. It's like right. very obvious at this point. And they love Louis Farrakhan. Yeah. It's a Louis Farrakhan that March. Yeah. I mean, opinion. you have Linda Sarsour, yeah. like, who is the ultimate anti-Semite. Can I just say that when the women's march... Okay, so first of all, every single time one of these organizations pops up on the left, the media and, and Democrat leadership immediately jumps in. Oh, yeah. Like, them. they don't, like, put their foot in to see how the water is. Like, they jump full in. Like, Occupy Wall Street, they were all about it. Debbie yep. Wasserman Schultz made it part of, like, DNC platform, essentially. Nancy Pelosi called it this courageous movement. And then it, like, divulges into this, like basically homeless encampments where there's lots of crime going right, on and right. rape. And then they're like, oh, we didn't endorse that yeah. at all. And they kind of like quietly stop talking about it, but they mm -hmm. never disavow it. Oh, yeah. Women's like, March is the same <laughs> thing. Like it started and we're all like, guys, you realize like there's like convicted terrorists that they're praising. Yep. There's like cop killers who they're holding up. They're talking about blowing up the White House. Yep. Like Linda Sarsour is in charge of this thing. Uh, she's connected to Louis Farrakhan. So is uh, Tamika. Mm -hmm. Like all these people are bad people and you guys are jumping right in. Yep. And like now they're falling apart because people are like leaving the movement on a local level. And it's like the media is not doing this whole like, oh, why are people leaving? It's just right. kind of like, oh, we never endorsed that, even yeah. though they totally did. They or put they them on the cover of them. Time magazine. Yeah. They go good for them for standing up to anti-Semitism. Yeah. Like, have you missed the past two years? Yeah. Like, and people are like, well, conservative women aren't welcome. Like, yeah, but I wouldn't want to be associated with an organization that's pro-cop killer anyway. Right. Like, right. no thanks. I'm yeah. good. I don't, yeah. need, I don't need to be part of a women's thing for the sake of being a woman when you guys yeah. support things that are completely anti-American and, like, anti-freedom and everything else that I enjoy in this country. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, and even if, if you're just a conservative woman, you're not welcome no. in that. So. Yeah, which is fine. I don't need to be yeah, exactly. in circles. I don't exactly. need to be woke with those yeah. Yeah. those chicks. No, thanks. Yep. I'm good. No SJW nonsense. Yeah, we don't need that. <laughs> we don't have time for that. So yep. anyway. All right. Well, thanks for joining today, Katie. Appreciate you yeah. hosting. Day 28 is just 12 hours away. <laughs> the government shutdown. Very so exciting. we'll see what happens. Yep. But. So uh, go ahead and give us five-star reviews if you're listening. And follow our social media at TriggeredTHM on Twitter and facebook.com backslash triggered THM. Be sure to download. See you next week. The hottest new podcast on the net. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> See you later.